I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. The trial of Anders Breivik continues in Norway. Today, the court heard more details about the 69 people Breivik killed on Utoya Island last July. The confessed killer appeared unmoved by the testimony. Utoya was a site of a summer camp for young people run by Norway's Labor Party. The world's Laura Lynch met up with one of the massacre's survivors in his hometown of Stavanger. More than seven months after the horror of the killings, a small group of Norwegians gather in a hall in downtown Stavanger, still grappling with what happened. A moderator has brought together four panelists to talk about how the media have reported on the massacre and the trial and to examine just what it means for Norway's future. Eventually, it is Arshad Mubarak Ali's turn to speak. Ali stands out not only because of the color of his skin, he's also a survivor of that day of horror on Utoya Island. Ali knows while he may not have died, he was, in Breivik's mind, the enemy, simply because he's different from so many other Norwegians. Ali, who was born in Norway to parents who moved there from Sri Lanka, never noticed that difference until September the 11th, 2001. A teenager at the time, he remembers telling classmates how upset he was about what happened that day. So he was shocked when one of them identified him with the 9-11 assassins. Uh, a person said to me, I didn't think that you, uh, I mean, uh, thought this was terrible. I thought that you were, I mean, supported these people. So, so that experience uh, made me think, actually. Uh, when this classmate said this to me, I, I, I started to think, who am I? Why am I so different? Because I'm a Muslim. Ali spent the years after that exploring that question, studying the history of his faith, listening to a national debate that seemed to equate Islam with terrorism. Then, at the suggestion of his politically active father, he ran for city council and won a seat at the age of 20. Ever since, he's worked hard for the Labour Party. That's why he was at the party's youth meeting on Utoya Island that day. It was after the bomb attack in Oslo. People were scared. Ali recounts the terror of that day quietly and deliberately. He went with others to shelter inside a building after they heard gunshots outside. He was standing next to a closed door when a bullet came flying in. And then I just saw a gunshot, I mean a shot that went through the wall and hit this person. And he fell down and he started to shout. Uh, then I knew that, okay, this is something serious. Ali says he watched Breivik walk past the building. But then, with the wounded man crying out in pain, Ali heard the gunman come back and stand above the injured man. And then I just heard someone walking in very quietly. Uh, and then this person was still telling, uh, I, I need help, please help me. Uh, and then we just heard three gunshots. And that, at that moment, I was sure I was going to die. But Breivik walked away without spotting Ali, carrying on his rampage. Ali now knows Breivik was trying to start a race war aimed at ridding Norway of people like him. The nation's response gave Ali renewed hope for the future. Right after the attack, I felt a really strong sense of unity in the country. It was very strong. I never experienced that before in my life. I never thought this would happen. And it was less focus on being different and more focus on being together. 
Ali believes that sense of unity is still there. Now he wants his fellow Norwegians to open up a dialogue to allow even extremists, Muslim or Christian, to air their views and engage in debate. He says that kind of debate tempered his own views about the role of Muslims in his country. If we don't deal with it effectively, and if we don't deal with it at all and just let it go, we will come to the point again where the society will be more and more polarized. There was a time when Ali considered leaving Norway behind to study in Saudi Arabia. Then he thought about the things that he says make his country special. Democracy, personal freedom, all of these things that we take for granted, actually, it's it's... It's actually not that common if if you compare it with uh, many other countries in the world. And I'm very glad and proud of being a part of what Norway is. Ali went to the opening days of the Breivik trial and was disturbed by what he heard and saw. Now he's ready to move forward, and he's hoping the nation can as well. For The World, I'm Laura Lynch, Stavanger, Norway.